And we're back with episode four. I think it's four because we did a two-part. So if you count the pilot, that was... All right, this is episode four. Yeah. Episode four of Naked, your new favorite podcast with uh, myself, Jordan, and... Ashley. And Ashley. Oh, so there we go. You actually, you finished my sentence there. But we are back with another episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I really wanted to get something off my chest today. And um, it's for all y'all hopeless people out there who can't seem to get this right because, um, boy, I'm talking expectations in relationships and um and why we always fall short but before that i want to go ahead and shout out the social links follow us on facebook we now have a facebook page it is yeah it's at meet the robertsons that is m-e-e-t t as in like the robertsons and that's on facebook and you can now follow us on spotify iheart apple is yeah, you, you can use Apple too and Google Play. We are on all those platforms. Go ahead and give us a like there. Follow us. Give it five stars because five stars helps us move up the algorithm. And also, am I forgetting anything else? TikTok. We are on TikTok at me, M-E-E, the Robertsons. And that is TikTok Twitter. We ain't messed with that just yet. And if you guys are listening to this on a podcast right now, just take a screenshot and... Uh share it to your story and um you know send it to a friend yeah that is a Don't great keep idea this good information to yourself yeah so um that is that i believe i think we took care of all the the housekeeping stuff um i think that's it so let's just dive right into it so the reason why i came up with this one today is because i'm starting to notice a reawakening if you will people who are starting to realize that relationship actually matters and that relationship is important. So when people wake up and realize that they want something, they go out and they try to find it. They try to get it. So what I'm noticing is people who are getting into relationships, but then we talk about the whole intention thing, but they get into relationships and maybe three, six months down the road, even though that's too long, in my opinion, depending on how old you are. But Three to six months down the road, they're like, oh, yeah, this isn't for me. I'm, I don't love them like I used to, or I don't feel the same way. What's going on? Um, I hate to say it, but I think there's some some discrepancy. I think some people are getting buyer's remorse or not feeling like they're getting what they sign up for. Gonna, so what's well, going on with that? Or maybe they're in it for the wrong reasons. So would you say it is unrealistic expectations? That's exactly what I would say, Jordan. So because of that, go ahead and give us five stars once again. Um, that helps us move up the algorithm because we just mentioned the title of the episode in conversation. So I think that deserves five stars, by the way. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm i noticing this because a lot of stuff, like if you look on YouTube, if you look on pretty much any social media site, the whole dating universe is starting to come back, really. Like you had um, good old Derek Jackson kind of usher us in the new age of I don't know what, what you want to call it, but just basically being, I want to call well, it woke for marriage. I don't think there was anything new going on there. Uh, like, maybe for how, well, no, not even then. I was going to say maybe for how good he played his wife, but I mean, that's been, that's <laughs> happens all the time. That's not new. I don't think what he did was new. It's just, I think it's funny because like since that went viral, 
now more so than ever relationships are kind of on the forefront of the conversation even in the social media world and so i'm kind of glad that we came along when we did because now you know i want to be that that voice of reason and we can be that that voice of you know two people your age are doing the thing that you say that you want Mm -hmm. and you know it's like what we always talk about if you say you want something what are you doing to get it Mm-hmm. And that's really what I want to try to hammer home today. But first, I want to get just a better understanding from a female's perspective. Why do you think or what kind of expectations do you have, if any, going into a relationship? Like think about maybe some boyfriends you had in the past, like maybe middle school, high school. But then like versus now to marriage. Do you did you have expectations? I did have expectations. And why? Well, I feel like I'm just like a rare case because obviously like I had expectations like when I dated in in middle school high school like I'm expecting this guy to be you know loyal which I don't think that I don't think that part is crazy or anything like that but but okay so even from like a young age I never had the mindset of like okay I'm just we're just dating just to date like I'm always like where is this going? Like, that's always been my mindset. You want to tell me in middle my... school, you're like, yes. where is this, this going? Yes. Okay, elementary, did you date elementary school? Mm, not, like, really. I didn't understand, like, back then, like. So, um, in middle go. school, you were saying, where is but this yes, going? Yes, by the time I had my first real boyfriend, yes, that's absolutely what I thought about. I told you that we had a whole entire plan planned out of we were both going to go to college down here. We were both going to then live together, which, you know, by the time to- by that time, I wasn't even thinking about, like, um, don't live with somebody before you get married and all that stuff. I don't know what I thought was going to happen. I don't know if I thought, like, we were going to get married first or I don't know. I just knew we were going to go to college together in Florida because I was going to move down here so I can be close to my dad and, you know, all that other stuff. And it's not like I'm talking about this stuff, you know, as soon as we start dating. But those are like that's what is in my head that's what I'm thinking about is gonna happen because you're dating somebody I'm like well when you date you're dating so that way eventually you can get married but I know nobody else my age (laughs) is thinking like that so I will say that on myself I probably had way too many expectations in that area like not thinking oh I'm in middle school like we're gonna run off tomorrow and get married but I'm thinking okay like well, we're choosing a date, so I guess we're going to be in this for the long haul, and that's where this is going to lead. That's interesting, because I had kind of the same mindset. I just never really was really consciously thinking about it like that. I'm talking about in middle school. Yeah, but, but I just felt like I knew that that was the point of dating somebody. That's the point of me saying, I like you, you like me, you know, I'm choosing to, to do this with you. Yeah, I would say that, but the thing is, for me, okay, so I, I, the way I thought about it was this. We're, I like this girl, and because I come from a two-parent household, you know, my parents married are still married today, I'm thinking, okay, I'd like to find my wife too. Now, mm-hmm. it's, it's two sides. You're not really thinking about it like that, but then at the same time, maybe unconsciously you're thinking, well, like, kind of like what you're saying, like, where is this going? Because I will say plenty of times... Um, I was thinking that some girls I was with, especially 
my last girlfriend in middle school that I dated, I thought, sure. I thought she was, she was going to be the one. I said it many times. We used to write in our little love notes together, of course. But realistically, you just think, because you don't know any better. Yeah. But I will say that I think that, um, I think a part of it is we're just trying to get to that next level. Like, it's like that dopamine yeah. hit that you get when you get in a relationship. You're just thinking, okay, what's the highest point I can reach while we're exactly. dating? And I don't even think it was a thing of like... Like, I know that that was my process in my head because I know, like, these are the steps that you take to get married. But obviously, it wasn't something so deep to where, like, I was even thinking about, well, well, what kind of qualities does he have that I like that I think would make a good husband or a good father? Like, I wasn't thinking that deep into it, but I was expecting, like, oh, okay, well, when you date, then you, you know, then your boyfriend and girlfriend, and then you get married and, like, live your life and stuff like that. So let's, let's go back to us then. So would you say that was the mindset or that's what you were thinking when we started dating, talking, whatever? Is that I think something I that hit was on a your point mind? Before we started, like, before we started talking, I think I hit a point to where I was just like, I need to just stop. I need to just stop all expectations and I need to just like let things happen how they happen. Don't go thinking that you're going to go off and marry this guy just because he said you're cute. Like you know that whole don't jump the gun before you're even there kind of thing and i mean it's kind of funny that i did that because now we're married don't you forget it (laughs) but um well i mean here's my perspective because it sounds like it sounds to me like you're saying not to have expectations at all going into a relationship well no i'm not so i think it just obviously depends on how, how old you are like if you're in middle school high school i'm just gonna say don't have those kinds of expectations like it's just it's it's unrealistic at that point um when you're older absolutely I definitely think you should have expectations because you have to know what you want and you have to set boundaries for yourself but you can't have unrealistic expectations what would an unrealistic expectation be to you as a female like because I hear, I'm gonna tell you, I hear a lot of girls, a lot of females out there saying, "My man needs to have a hundred credit score, needs to have his own car." Which I think I, you should probably have your own car, but um, you know, eight hundred credit score. Uh, he needs to have his own place. Needs to have, uh, you know, it, I mean, you know? I, I don't know. It's just the because the thing is, I'm just thinking about myself. I didn't have none of that stuff. I mean, I had my own car. Yeah, and it's like if I had listened to those people that said, "Oh, you know, you better make sure he has this, this, and that, and stuff," like we wouldn't be where we are today. Yeah, my credit score was okay, and not even not actually by the scale. I mean, I, it was okay for me because <laughs> you know it had went you know went down to the, it went down the tube at, at that point. But um, no, it was getting better, but it's still com- considered fair. It was like a what six. 50 no it was like a 650 something when you when we started dating yeah yeah it was getting better it was getting better no before we started dating i think because i had um i had my i had just bought my car the sonata in 2014 so september of 2014 and i was able to finance that car by myself and get a decent interest rate and by decent i mean like I think it was like a 6% interest rate. Mm. And that to me was good. I was like, man, I'm doing well in life. Cause you know, I was able to finance my own car. My last, my first car, I was, I was not the main financer person on it. Cause I was just out of high school. See, and that's one of those things where I would say that's an unrealistic expectation. If a girl would expect you to have like 
all your stuff together. Like, I feel like if I, I can't expect something out of you that I'm not doing myself. If I'm not rich, if I'm not driving my own car, if I'm not having my own place yet, if I don't have any of those things, like, I'm not going to expect that from you. Now, again, I say this comes with age. Like, this comes with age. Like, but we, okay, so when, but when we first met, you were like 20, right? Yeah, you were 20. No, 19. No, we were dating when you were 21. We had just started dating when you already turned 21. So yeah, we met when you were twenty. Yeah, I was, okay, I was twenty. Like I'm not gonna expect, even now I'm I'm twenty six. I'm not gonna look at some twenty year old boy and expect him to have all his stuff together. I'm just not. At twenty years old, I'm I don't have my own place. I don't have all that other stuff. So would like, you be, would you be looking at him seriously for marriage then? Because typically around twenty, around twenty one, people. You know, that's when relationships really happen right there mm-hmm. in that space because you think you're grown now. You know, you want to, um, I guess you just want, are you ready to experience life? But the thought of marriage doesn't exactly come first. But that's so, such a transitional per- period. Like, I wouldn't expect him to have all that stuff. Um, if he does, that's amazing. That's great. Like, he's ahead of the ball. But I would just see, like, well, what are you doing? Are you working toward? That's usually when people are working towards getting, you know, stable. So I wouldn't, I'm not going to put him down. I'm not going to just write him off if he doesn't have that stuff already, as long as he has a plan and he's working towards that. So in the spirit of expectations, what would you, what would you expect? At what age would you expect to get married? Like for myself or no, let's, try to, let's try to keep it general. What? I mean, I guess you can start with yourself. We know age you were when you got married. Obviously, you're I don't 21. Know. I don't think it's a good thing to try to put like an age number on what age you like. I just feel like that's not. I feel like it just depends on where you're at. And where like the person you're dating is at. I I don't think you can really put a number on it. I don't know. Could you? Because that's ding. like saying, oh, you should be married by the time you're 23. Like ding ding. Most 23 Un- year olds don't have it together. Unrealistic. That's unrealistic expectation. Uh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, see? Yeah, I mean, all right. So my opinion is this unrealistic expectations. Unrealistic is, like you were saying, putting an age on it. That's why I ask. Because I'm really, I'm sure there's oh, a lot of people. Oh, you trying to trap me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of people like you, or at least not like you, who are thinking that way. So where they're not, they're just thinking like, oh, I should be married by the time I'm 25, or I should be married by the time I'm 23, whatever age you want to put on it. They're not really thinking about where they are specifically on the individual level because we think that we should have something by a certain age. Like I, ha- I know a lot of friends on Facebook or a lot of friends that um, I went to school with or something like that. I see it. Where you know some life event happens and they think they're behind, and then they share memes like me, uh, me versus the you know my friend who has kids or whatever. You know what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And they share, I believe, out of just being jaded, kind of because they feel like they should be in the same spot. Because tell me you wouldn't take my position if you know you were getting 25, 27, and you're getting older. Are you saying you want to do the same thing and play around like you are for all your life? No, you probably want to get what I have a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. But I asked about the whole age thing because, I mean, we're no we're no financial experts. And I'll tell you, like, it was not the easiest road. 
But I'd argue that some people think that they should be quote unquote stable first and before they do something like that. That's why they want to date and have relationships because, you know, I'm trying to get myself together. I'm trying to, you know, See, but that create just goes something back to like I know it's I think we spoke about that in the last episode of just, about just like dating with purpose and, and being intentional on what you're actually doing, because if you're not dating to eventually get married why are you wasting somebody else's time that's usually what ends up happening i know a few people like that right now where they're just dating somebody and i'll ask all the time so what's the end goal (laughs) like if somebody asked you like oh you know could you see yourself marrying this person you're like i mean i don't know about all that why (laughs) why why are you with them i mean full transparency you remember when we started dating, what did I do in the first, like, You tried week? to give me a heart attack. That's what you did. But how so? You took, you took a sabbatical and you didn't talk to me for a week or two, two weeks. Yeah. And you just basically said, like, I just need, I need some time to think. I need to figure out if, you know, this is really the path that I want to go on kind of thing. And it about almost ripped me apart because I was like, I really like this guy. Like, is he going to come back in two weeks and say, all right, I don't want to be with you anymore? Like, yeah, and I don't, I don't recommend it for anyone. But the reason why I did that is because, um, and I'm going to tell you, it's silly. It's It sounds silly. I hope it sounds like, man, this this guy is crazy. How you get in a relationship with somebody and then decide you want to take a break after two weeks? I'm going to tell you how. Because I was thinking the way a lot of you guys, a lot of, a lot of people think this way to where there's the lack of intention. It's just kind of like, oh, I'm going to coast or I just want to have this relationship. That one part of me was was saying that, or at least the, the common sense part of me was saying, this is a girl right here that most likely can be your wife, most likely will be your wife because she has every single quality that you could ever ask for in a wife. But the other side of me, the immature, I will say, part of me was too busy saying, oh, no, I'm enjoying the single life, though. I'm, I'm having fun. You know, I, I, don't, I don't really want nothing serious right now. You weren't ready. Which, yeah, I was which is a fair sentiment but I also wasn't really doing anything to build my empire so to speak or build anything really I was working and I was on a career path so I thought not even you know am I working there now no but I was doing what I thought was you know forward momentum but really it wasn't so I, so basically I wasn't doing nothing and so I'm over here we're dating. We just started dating and I'm going to take two weeks off because I have two sides pretty much fighting each other. One side being, do not screw this up. This is most likely going to be your wife. And we had just started dating. We had only known each other for like, what, a couple months, maybe six known months, each other? about six months. You mean dated each other? We had already known no, each no, other. No, no. I'm saying we knew each other for maybe six, seven months prior to that because we started dating in July. We, were, we didn't really start talking until oh, the January, yeah. really. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's what it was. So I had those two sides fighting and 
that's something that's a conversation that a lot of people or I, I would recommend a lot of people have with themselves, especially before dating, before getting into anything, really ask yourself this. Are you purposely going to hold out because you're trying to get yourself settled? You're trying to get your own place. You're trying to get things in place and then go find a wife. Mm -hmm. Or if you're kind of like me or us and you just say, you know what? I don't have any expectations because reality is going to dictate differently because let's be real. You're young. You want to go out there and get you some. So, I mean, if that's the case, you're going to be automatically in the market looking for what is supposed to be your wife. Mm-hmm. And so if that's the case, then what are you going to do about it? And I think that's how a lot of people get trapped. Um, I feel like, which I don't know, I'll, I'll stay on guys. I don't, I don't know what the experience with maybe females that you know is, but I feel like a lot of guys go into that, like they find a girl that's like that, but they want to have their cake and eat it too. And then that's where like the girl Don't ends up. Like, that was me. Like the guys like ends up cheating on the girl because he's like, well, I still want to be single, but I don't want to leave her. And then they do the whole breakup to make up thing over and over again. And then he's like, well, I'm going to give you a promise ring. And, and like, you know, the, all that stuff. It's just the like, promise ring. just to put like a string on her and, and kind of hold her around till he's ready to, getting on to actually getting down and serious because he's ready to settle down. You know, let me just go on the record for saying real quick. I'm just going to say it. I think the promise ring concept is the dumbest thing in the world because unless you got to have a gumball machine in this middle school, elementary school, then it's, it's cute. It's whatever. But I mean, I'm even, I'm even going to say high school. Because at least in high school, you know, at a certain grade level, you're technically legal, legally allowed to marry somebody. So, I mean, it's not it's still not so cute at that point either. But when you get married or at least I'm not married, but when you get older. I know somebody. We know somebody, I'm sure, or a few people or maybe one person who has purchased somebody a promise ring. And um, and to that, I say. You are a clown. That is all. Well, you gotta you gotta explain why. And I'm gonna say you're a clown because if you're old enough to decide that you wanna marry somebody in the future, what's the difference between then and now? I'll say it for you. It's mindset. Mm-hmm. Where is our mindset at? Yeah, I um I think I used to like the idea of a promise ring too because I thought it was like just cute and stuff like that but it is it's honestly it is child's play and now that like I'm older and actually married it's like I completely understand the mindset of that it's like a promise ring really is just a almost like a handcuff like I'm not quite ready to marry you but when I'm ready to that's what I that's kind of what I feel like a promise ring is like yeah, I promise when I get around to it, and when I when my mind is finally there, then I'll have you. It's like, well, somebody else may be ready right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. and so we kind of we, we want to backpedal a little bit and talk about dating with intentions. So we pretty much set our piece on. I think we've kind of differentiated between what's realistic and what's not. I think uh, maybe we maybe we haven't touched everything, but I think realistically, I think it's not so much a bad thing to have expectations. 
I think it's a matter of managing those expectations and what they are. The expectations, mm-hmm. at least from a male's perspective, for me, which again, I'm not going to say, you know, I'm the 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 um the perfect example, but I will say at least some things here. You need to have a job. That is an expectation. Mm-hmm. Be working somewhere. It may not be a career because you could be younger. You're not going to be in a career. Most people don't figure themselves out until close to 30. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily wrong. It's just that, you know, early the better. But you're still, you're, you're, you're obviously always going to be changing. So to kind of give some actionable steps, I would say at least in terms of expectations, have a job. Have a car. Have transportation. Have reliable transportation. You should not be thinking about courting or entertaining any kind of female or male. I mean, uh, female is one thing. I, I don't. Well, maybe I'll let you. I'll let you speak to that part on the female side. But on the male side, you shouldn't even be thinking about courting anybody if you still got to borrow your mom's car or your dad's car. Yeah. Or, or, like, come on you now. Gotta, like, you got to work on yourself at, at that point. Get your stuff together. Yeah, like work on yourself enough or work on your job enough to where you have because in order to buy a car whether you're on payments or not which we recommend not to have payments Mm -hmm. but that's a story for another time that's uh actually episode five the finance episode but um no like if you're strapped with payments or not at least you had to save some kind of money for maybe a down payment or Mm -hmm. whatever it is or that you're making monthly payments on the car so that means you had to have shown some sort of financial i don't want to say responsibility but you know you had to have been doing something on your job Which enough to be able to afford on you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. So at least, all right. So we said, have your own car, have a job, have some kind of work. And then I think expectation wise, and I, I'll, I'll try to leave it at three. Although, you know, no, actually I'll add on, we'll have four. Number three is as an adult, especially an adult male, you should have your own place. I'm going to say that's an expectation. I'm just going to put myself in the shoes of 22, 23, maybe I'd say like 23, because you know if, you want to save up some money. But what if the guy's going to school and so he's trying to work, you know, part time and stuff, so he has a little bag, but he's going to school um, and you know trying to go through school debt free, maybe paying his way through school, so he can't afford to have his own place. Does that mean I should write him off? Rare case, I'm not going to say so much right off, but the, I think the goal of kind of what we do here is to say what we wish we had done differently because no, we didn't write each other off, but we also are, I'm, I would like to say a very rare case. We say it all the time how We're anybody here. else, this yeah. could have been over a long time ago, yeah. given the circumstances, given the fact that we practically were broke when we got married. Um, yeah, in finance, guys, if you didn't know, that's um, is that like the number one cause for the divorce? Yeah, finance, yeah, yeah, <laughs> money, <laughs> money, that's the number one cause. And we'll the get lack into, of. yeah, we'll, we'll get into that next episode. But we talk about all the time how lucky we are that you know we have the or eventually adopted the mindset that we have, or we kind of started on some kind of good common ground because. Think about it. See, the lack of money, the lack of resources. But we we saved to get our own place, obviously, yeah. and before see, we I got married. That, but that's exactly why I said um, I think it just depends on where, like, on the transition that he's making. Um, 
and where he currently is in life because if I met a guy and it was a situation like that like I'm not gonna write him off I'm like oh like you're being responsible and you're you're trying to graduate school debt-free like I could of course I understand you're living with your parents to try to save money and then you know eventually get your own place like that I would completely understand so that's why I said like probably like case-by-case basis if it's things like that where you see he's like actually responsible and trying to plan for his life in that way then you know that's kind of what I was going to get to with with step number four, point number four, because it, it ties in with three to where I say you should have your own place. That's ideal, because especially as a male, I'm saying I'm talking for like the, the older ones out there, too. But number four is have a goal, have an in what either like whether you want to call it an end point. I'm going to call it a North Star. Have something that you're striving after. Because if you're striving after something, your mindset is already going to be there. And as long as you have the mentality, the mindset, or attitude that I'm going somewhere, it may not be here yet, but I'm going somewhere and I need somebody or want somebody on my team or... Like you see the vision that you want for your future self, for your future family, even though you don't know who the wife is. Yeah, yeah, that's the key word is is vision. If you have some sort of vision, then to some people, dating doesn't even it doesn't even um, like compute with that, because if you have a vision or if you have somewhere you want to go. Like, oh, like we always talk about, have a goal and work backwards. And so. Maybe some people just think, well, okay, this is my goal, so I don't have time for this kind of stuff. I know I want it, but let me abstain from it right now because and that's, that's totally my goal. Okay. That is totally fine. That's like the best case scenario. That's but the first exactly. scenario we gave. But don't mess with somebody's time. Don't don't just drag them through the mud because you know where you're trying to get to. So you know that you're not ready for that kind of commitment right now. But you just have somebody kind of hanging on the sign for for whenever you're ready. That's what we're saying not to do. Yeah, I I think if you have somewhere that you want to be, then it's going to happen regardless at some point. And so as long as you have the attitude, I say it's okay. I say that's the only expectations a female should have of a male because there are a lot of I'm going to tell you, you probably have somebody that came your way. That could have been good for you, but you may have wrote them off because you were you had these little check boxes in your head. Now I get we have certain preferences and people that we like. Maybe you don't want to date somebody that's shorter than you, taller. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna say this too. On the flip side, what if that person's right for you? If they're a little bit shorter, does that matter? But we'll talk about. It. I'm gonna let you answer that on another episode. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but again, like expectations versus reality. What if what you need comes in a smaller package? So what is what you need? Yeah. Like I said, you, when you and I first got together, when we first got married even, I thought something was wrong because I didn't have the butterflies. I didn't have the head over heels mm-hmm. feeling. I wasn't like, you know, playing Luther Vandross and all these slow R&B songs in my head because I wasn't feeling that. But, and I was just thinking like, is this what marriage is? Is this what it's supposed to be like? Shouldn't I really love my wife? Like I loved you, but not like, that was just really, it wasn't the marriage kind of love it wasn't that deep it connection no, kind it, of it wasn't love. what they show on tv yeah it was it was, it was that marriage kind of love it wasn't what they show on tv that's what it was yeah it was it wasn't that and so i thought and there was something are, wrong and exactly and i think that's definitely among the list that we need to put on unrealistic expectations 
because it's like like we've said it time and time again you guys if you guys have been listening since the first episode you know that love is a choice that you're making you're choosing to love that person that you're with every single day every single day and that's the thing and that was what it was for me it took me reading an article on facebook like every day every day i used to read this article and it's about choosing the partner it's about choosing to love that person. It's about choosing to go out there and water the garden and, and tend the plants and stuff like that. You don't, I mean, you want to, but you just, it's like what we always talk about how it'll never just happen. Yeah, exactly. You won't. It's not just there. a feeling like, oh, like. Yeah, it's, it's not an emotional thing. It's, it's literally you just deciding to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to forget about myself, and that's the expectation versus reality. The reality is you need to get over yourself. You need to say, it's not about me, it's about this person. Now, there's 1%, I'm gonna say like, I mean, obviously don't do it at the expense of your mental health, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, it is about the other person. It's about what you do, it's about service. That's what marriage is, it's about service. It's about what you do for the other person despite what you get back. And that actually goes into something else that I wanted to say about that. You can't expect your partner to be the source of your happiness. Oh. Like, that's a big I wasn't. Tr- I wasn't trying to get into that, but... Well, no. Oh, I mean, that's, ahead, I feel like that's it. something that people expect, you know, when they find somebody like, oh, this person makes me so happy, which is amazing that, you know, I hope they do make you happy, but that should not be the main source of your happiness. If they were to leave you or if, if they passed away or something like that, that shouldn't be the source of your own happiness. Are you saying that love should be unconditional? Because that sounds like a condition, you know, just as long as you make me happy and you exactly. and you tickle my feet. Which is you why, know. oh, I can't tell you how many times I hear those stories about... Uh, actually, I think I hear a lot of women saying it, but I'm, I know it's on both sides, men and women. Um, oh, they just... they. Uh, they just don't make me happy anymore. I, like, and I'm. It drives me crazy. Like, how do you have the audacity to put that kind of pressure on somebody? If you can't even make yourself happy, how is somebody supposed to make you happy? Oh, okay. So that makes me think. Then, so maybe, and this is also what I wanted to do to to, to kind of close this episode out is. So we gave you some actionable steps on what to realistically expect in a relationship marriage because relationships are the gateway to marriage. Hopefully, you know, you're not doing the the nasty before you should. Just be intentional. Yeah, just be intentional. But I'm going to say the next thing is what kind of person should you be in order to find that that right person to, to basically live out that reality Beside, like, free of expectation, free of outcome, what do you need to do in order for that to happen from a maybe a, a female perspective? Um, for me, I feel like it, I feel like I didn't have a lot of um, a lot to look at because you know my my parents were divorced um, with me growing up, so I didn't get to see my mom and like that that mother that that role as a wife and so um even like deep into our marriage I just had to turn to the bible and say like well okay so how do I do this what kind of person do I need to be and I try to just um show the traits that 
a wife should be. I want to be kind. I want to be courteous. I want to be passionate. Those are the kind of things that I try to to show in my everyday life. Um, and so that's just what, you know. That's actually a very good point. That's, yeah, no. That's pretty much, I think, all that we ask or even can ask for exactly because we we always want to talk about like what a male should do and what a female should do in a marriage and all this stuff and and assign those roles and all that stuff but one thing that we don't talk about is who should we be going into it not so much what the other person needs to do but who should we be what kind of person do we need to be in order to have that and sustain it and i think that's a huge point y'all ladies don't have to do nothing Y'all ain't got to do nothing besides do exactly what you just said, which is if you can, if you have somebody that's around that you can look to and say, oh, this is I, I, I admire this person's relationship with their husband. This is what I'd like to aspire to do. Mm-hmm. You look at somebody or learn from somebody what it's like to be a wife, what which it means to be thing. a wife. But, you know, not, not everybody has that. So there's always that good old Bible that you can turn to. And, you know, just do that. Yeah, it's the, the, the fruits of the spirit. For one, you can start from that. Um, I'm no Bible scholar, so I can't necessarily tell you where it is. I don't I, for, I forget what book, but just look it up. You'll be able to find it. The it's fruits in a couple of the different chapters. Yeah, it, it, they, they you can even it. just Google it. If you just Google it, like what are the traits of a good wife in the Bible? It'll pull up a, a bunch of different um Bible verses and I don't it's not just a one-time thing that I look at I try to look at that often so that way every day I'm showing examples of that in my marriage and just make and not even just in my marriage but like just as a, a human being you know in general that's just one of the things that I want to just be known for just like when people look at me and interact with me it's just like wow there's just something about her and it's just like yeah that's uh that's that presence of God in me that I'm trying to you know, show to everybody else. Yeah, I think that's funny too. How people, and it happens to me all the time. And I, I think this is what, what it's helped me in life clearly, but, and maybe there is something special about me. I don't know, but maybe. people who meet me see something and, um, they, whether they like they say it or they're just like, Oh, there's something about this guy, which is why most jobs I've ever applied for or interviewed for, there's not one I haven't, there's not too many that I haven't gotten. And it has nothing to do with my resume necessarily. It's just that I know if I get to talk to somebody, then that means I have a way better chance of, of pleading my case here. Mm-hmm. But maybe there's like 1% there's something special, but it's just at my core, all I think about is leaving things better than I found it or just being a good person. That's it. To my core is just have integrity have discipline, treat people with respect and kindness, no matter who they are. And, and no matter what they do for you, but always try to give where you can. Mm -hmm. And that's it. I give energy. I give friendship. I give respect, whether I know you or not immediately. And so, and, but people think that it's just like, Oh, that's just so amazing. No, it's just called being a good person. Just be a good human being. Be good. And Jerry Springer used to say all the time when he closed out the show, Friends, be good to each other and yourselves. He used to say it all the time. I, and, I, and trust me, I used to watch Jerry Springer religiously. And that's what he used to always say. Take care of yourselves and each other. 
that's exactly. it exactly that's so, <laughs> that's what you got to do exactly so like like from a believer standpoint that's what it is that's that something that people see in you is just you know that reflection of god i don't have to go around preaching the word for you to see that reflection in me i try to just do that by you know relaying those qualities myself yeah, like which is what you naturally do yourself. And even if you're not a believer, like like Jordan said, just being a good human being, like just be a good person. And the best way to be a good human being, and I hope you listen to me. Like if you ain't, if you haven't heard anything else in this, I don't know how long we've been going. I want to say like maybe 35, maybe close to 40 minutes. But if you haven't heard anything else in this entire podcast, one thing I want you to listen to is this. The best way to be a good human being and to do everything that we're talking about, whether you believe or not, is dying to yourself. And the best way I can say it is get over yourself. It is not about you. The culture has you fooled. Oh, self-care. Oh, me time. Me, me, me. Treat yourself. Ain't about that. The problem is we don't know where to draw the line in treating ourselves. We don't know where to draw the line in self-love and self-care. That's why we talked about it before. It just becomes selfish. Exactly. We, we talked about this before in another episode. Uh, by the way, rate us five stars. But um, we talked about this before where we said, like I, what I said, I don't believe in the whole self-love thing because love is, a, is an action. It's a verb. Mm-hmm. You can't love yourself because you can't create a child with yourself, which is the ultimate form of expression of love. But aside from all that, you people just don't know how to draw the line and don't know how to stop giving to themselves. And so the reason why that happens and the reason why relationships can't work is because relationships is not about you. You can't go into a relationship or marriage thinking about what do I get out of it? What do what do I get? Or what do you what have you done for me lately? That's on the and male you know and funny? female side. Because I think about um, a lot of people say that marriage is um, is basically just a business transaction. Yeah, and that's what it is. Your business is your you're like okay, I'm getting something out of this, and you're getting something out of this. That's not how your thought process should be. In a marriage, then it's doomed to fail, mm-hmm. and we wonder when why. That person doesn't hold up their end of the deal. Then what? Exactly, because I'm going to tell you, expectations. The other person will let you down. Mm-hmm. They will let you're you with, down I mean, sometimes. It, literally, you're with that person for your entire life. Right. Of course, they're going to let you down at some point in time. Yeah, you you, you can't expect that the person is going to be perfect every single time, and understanding that it's a lot easier to deal with potential pitfalls or setbacks from the other person because you know going into it that okay well they're human they're i mean it's not about me anyway like it's, it's all right it's it's fine and it, I, I feel like it gives you um it helps you have a better understanding for where that person's at when you can look into their shoes and see, okay, like what was their mindset going through this? Like what, what was going on and just try to walk through the process like that, as opposed to, Oh my gosh, they did this to me. Now I'm affected. Like, let's just, let's take a couple of steps back and see how we got here in the first place. Yeah. And I, and I if I hear another divorce happening because, Oh, he doesn't make me happy anymore. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Does he beat you? No? Okay. Does he not pay any of the bills? Does he mooch off you? Does he make you work? No? Okay. 
So you're saying you're divorcing somebody who provides for you. If you guys have kids, is a good father to the children. Has been a good spouse to you. You just don't love him. Or he doesn't treat you the way he think you think he should. Which is all stuff that can be worked on. All that stuff can be fixed. 99% of all that stuff can be fixed. 1% is if they beat you. And basically, like, physically mistreat you, the children, do anything to, like, to the detriment of the family. Mm -hmm. That's the 1%. And that's pretty much it. If not, it can be fixed. But most people in our generation just say, oh, I'm not happy. I want to throw it away. Why? Why? Mindset. Mindset, everyone. That's the the thing. I want to, I want to talk so much. There's so much more. Yeah, yeah. Versus reality I could talk about that all day Because man There is some stuff That makes me mad (laughs) But That's all the time We got today Thanks for tuning in If you haven't already Like the video version This will be up on YouTube We also stream on Twitch first You can see us first At Meet the Robertsons I think that is Twitch.tv Slash Meet the Robertsons Follow us on Twitch. That's where we stream live on Twitch whenever we make these episodes. Yes, don't be shy to um, drop some comments or send us a DM. Leave us um, some feedback. Yeah, interact with us. Do you know? Send us questions because I want to start answering questions at the end of these episodes. So that's going to be coming up in the, in the future. Like us on all social media. That is shout out before you got us on Facebook at Meet the Robertsons. Twitch, uh, no, yeah, Twitch. We already did that. But then TikTok, me, the Robertsons is M-E-E. TikTok. M E E the T H E Robertsons. Me the Robertsons. Yes, it's a weird name, but what can you do? It's TikTok. And also remember to follow, um, give us five stars on all platforms. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio. I think that's all of them. And Podbean, of course. That's where it all comes out of. So, man, we're growing. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, spread the word. At least, I mean, we fill our heads with so much other ignorance, all that other stuff out there. So, I mean, at least, at least get something good in you, you know? Yes. So, if you enjoyed this, like I said, screenshot it, share it to your story, send it to a friend, all that good stuff. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode of Naked.